God's earthly address. God's earthly address. It's a very simple message I think I've been preaching for all these years. Amen. God's earthly address. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. When we talk about someone's address, what does it mean? Where the person lives or where you can locate the person or where you can find the person on the earth. So we say that my address in Ghana, what does that mean? It means that this is where we can find you. Is that true? Is that true? Yes. I said, is that true? Yes. Response is very important. There are two things that are very important. If you want to see God doing mighty things, you have to learn to respond. And you have to learn to be in the atmosphere. What I realized yesterday is that most of, most of us were not in the atmosphere. Do you understand? What you see... Are we online? Are we online? Can we welcome all our people online? Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. When you, you see that the Spirit of God, see the Spirit expresses himself in different ways. It's like when the prophet said that he, it was, there was a still small voice. There was a wind. There was an earthquake. You see, the Spirit expresses himself sometimes through that. So you see the wind of the spirit, or you see what we refer to the water of the spirit, and you see people are out of it. You know, but sometimes if you want to minister quickly, you don't. That is how come I didn't pray for those who came back that headache. They slow you down at that time. The whole thing has ended. You have no other pack. You see. So it's very important. Did you hear what I just said in Chi? Or you don't also you can't hear Chi too. Can I speak Ghan? <laughs> Amen. So that's what happens. So it's important that we respond. When God called Samuel as a young boy, he heard God's voice, but he did not respond to God because he didn't know who was speaking. He thought it was his mentor, Eli or Eli. And God never continued until he had a response from Samuel. It was when Samuel said, said Speak, Lord. For thy servant hear it. And even in the in the in the in the, in the uh, spiritual life that we live, when a prophet is speaking to you and you don't respond, he will leave you. you see. In the natural life too, when your, your wife is speaking to you, Pastor Nana, you don't respond. And he's speaking, you don't respond. What will happen? She'll leave you. She'll go and sit somewhere else. It happens in the spiritual also. So response is very critical. Amen. As long as you are here, you have to respond. Don't just watch somebody and all that. Respond. Some of you, what you can say on your phones, only Jesus knows. Shout hallelujah. Let me hear. Whatever God has begun in your life will be perfected today. Amen. Amen. Isaiah chapter... Isaiah chapter... 66 from verse 1 to 2. Are we there? Isaiah chapter 66. I want to just teach for some 30 minutes. And then we enter into a time of prayer. Amen. And then we pray for the sick. Or we minister healing to the sick. They are not the same. Amen. Praying for the sick and ministering healing is not the same. Is it the same? So do we have it there? Can we all read together? 
It's just one and two. One, two, go. Is that not powerful? Take us the best one again. Shall we take our seats? Shout glory. glory. It is thus said the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? I said I'm talking about God's earthly address, right? So when we say that your earthly address, it means that on the earth, where we can find you. Amen. Amen. When we say your address in Ghana or in Accra, it means that when we come to Accra, we come to Tema. Where we can find you. Or where can we find you when we come to where you are. That's your address. Is that true? So when you fill the forms and they tell you that write your address, it means that if they want to come and arrest you for cocaine, they can catch you. Is that not true? Because they are showing their address. Now, God also has an address in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, listen to me. Are you hearing me? Yes, I'll let you sow a seed today. Oh. <laughs> if I say you're not responding, I'll let you sow a seed right now. Amen. Amen. So God has an address on earth, on earth and has an address in heaven. So he says, that said the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. This is a figurative language. So he says, the heaven is my throne. That means that God is saying that the heaven is his throne. How many of you know that? And, this, and the earth is his footstool. It, the earth is his footstool. So God is seated in heaven, and the earth is his footstool. Then he says, where is the house that he built unto me? That means that I am so huge, I am so mighty, that the heavens is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What house can you build unto me for me to live in? Did you God what I said? So God is telling the people of Israel here, but take us to Acts, the book of Acts. You see Stephen, when Stephen, before he was stoned, Acts chapter 7 from verse 44, he reiterated this. He went back and picked the prophet's language in his sermon to the people who were killing him. Amen. I said amen. amen. Acts chapter 7. From verse 44 to 50. Acts chapter 7. It says, Our fathers had a tabernacle of witness in the wilderness, as he had appointed, speaking unto Moses, that he should make it according to the fashion that he had seen. Uh -huh. Which also our fathers that came after brought in with Jesus into the possession of the Gentiles, whom God gave the NIV. Give me the NIV. So God is saying that he's seated on the throne. Is that true? Yes. But the earth is his footstool. That is a figurative language, and it means that the earth is a place where he walks. Where, what do you do with your foot? You walk. Now, the earth is a place where he walks. That means that the earth is a place where he works. The 
earth is the place where God works. And there is a place where God functions or where God works. So God works in, on earth. The scripture says the works of God were finished before the foundation of the world. So God is not working in heaven. Amen. Amen. In heaven, God is invisible. He is not seen. In heaven, God is not known. Currently, Jesus is the visible God seated at the right hand of the Father. Currently, Jesus is the visible God. Jesus is God in the flesh. Amen. So when Jesus ascended and went into heaven, he went to sit at the the right hand of the Father. The right hand of the Father is where we normally refer to as the place of authority. So Jesus is currently seated. Now, who do they see in heaven? When I say they see, I'm talking about angels. When I say they see, I'm talking about the spirits of just men made perfect. The spirits of just men made perfect are the spirits of men, Christians, who have died and have gone to be with the Lord. They, in the mind of God or in the mind of the scriptures, they are not dead, they are alive. And this thing has been every Christian. When a Christian, a Christian dies, he's as much alive as he was on this earth. The only thing is that he has dissolved his body. Or his body has been dissolved. That means that he has gone out of his body. Did you hear what I said? Because the body that we have is the tabernacle in which spirits stay on this earth. Now, can I go into something? Who have what I just said right now? So, a Christian who is died, even though sometimes we weep and all that, he is gone into heaven. There are some who did not die and passed on into the heaven. Is that not powerful? The spirits of just men made perfect. And all of those people, those spirits are not spirits. They are beings. They are spirit beings. They are not spirits like wind. Did you hear what I said? They are spirit beings. So there are spirit beings. And there are physical beings. Did you hear what I said? So they are able to see Jesus. They are able to relate with Jesus. Because Jesus in his resurrection or in his ascension ascended as a spiritual being. (laughs) Because he ascended with an immortalized body. That is why when he went through the wall, when he was raised back to life, and the people said that he was a, what, a ghost. And he said, touch me and see. See, how was he able to go through the wall? Because the kind of body he had when he resurrected supersedes the physical elements that we have in the world. Did you hear what I said? Am I teaching something too big for you? Is it too big for you? So he had what, what we normally refer to as a celestial body. There is a terrestrial body. A terrestrial body is this one. Then there is a heavenly body. About three days or four days ago, I went to see some of the heavenly bodies. In fact, in fact when, when I came out, I was really shocked. I was lying on the bed with my wife. I couldn't talk. She didn't also know that that happened. But I was led into a room to meet three men. The things that we share are very real. No matter what, don't give up on your faith. 
Even if they will put a gun to your throat and kill you for your faith, die and go to heaven is better. Amen. Because there are things that we see that we don't we can't describe. I was trying to tell Pastor Robert yesterday. It just came on dawn on me, and I was just trying. But it looked like I couldn't describe the whole scene that I saw and the kind of people who were sitting down. And as I stood with them and I looked at them and they looked at me, I I looked like <laughs> I looked like somebody who was just tattered and. And I don't know how to dis- explain it, but I looked so, it, it's like the kind, level of glory they were in, and where I was standing, the level of glory I was in, and we, I looked at myself like, am I here? Or, well, it's like the, the kind of, I said, no, Jesus is real. I, I thought I would hear an amen to that. Amen. So important. I've seen Jesus about twice or thrice, and Jesus is very real. What made me become word of ministry is Jesus himself. Amen. But this time, what I saw really shook me. You see, but because I'm talking about bodies, that's why I brought it in. You want to understand that when we close through a seat, I'll give you the whole story. Amen. Just come and see me and say, Papa, the story didn't com- com- continue. So, so you, this is my seed. And if they see this in CDs, they won't come do sika. Now we don't eat CDs. Is that not true? <laughs> Shout glory. So there are what the scriptures call terrestrial body. That's what the scriptures call celestial bodies. See, they think that there are different kinds of bodies. Now, when, when, when Stephen was talking here, I'll come back to the bodies. He was talking with regards to the fact that God instructed the people of Israel to build a tabernacle where he could dwell. Then they built a tabernacle. And God was not satisfied because it was too huge to sit there. So they had to build a temple for him. And David wanted to build a temple when we continue, you see, but we can just leave it there. To build a temple and... God said, no, let your son Solomon do that. And Solomon built God a temple, a physical structure, see, where it was assumed that God dwelt. It was assumed that God, God, God dwelt. Solomon was the one who built that. So when he was being persecuted, he was trying to tell them how God dwelt in the tabernacle and dwelt in the temple and what God has done now. Amen. And the truth is that there are bodies, there are different kinds of bodies. And in the spirit realm, a body is a building. I think you write it down. In the spirit realm, in the mind of God, a body is a building. So when God talks about a building, he's not talking about a physical structure that we raise. He's talking about a body. Did you hear what I said? So in the spirit realm, when the scripture talks about buildings, he's not talking about this wall. He's talking about the human body. The human body is building. Or it's a building in the mind of God. Why? Because God is a spirit being. And spirit beings need, need buildings if they want to stay on this earth, function on this earth, and relate on this earth. Are you following the teaching? Spirit beings. Why? Because spirit beings are for spirit realm. There's a spiritual world or a spirit realm. See, there are realms. There's even an animal realm. Amen. It's a plant realm. There's a human realm, which is a physical realm. 
when God created the earth realm, he created the earth realm or the earth to be physical. To be what? To be physical. So, you cannot live and function in the physical realm if you don't have a physical body. That's what I'm saying. So, all of us sitting, sitting down here are not physical beings. We are all spirit beings living in a physical body. You do hear what I said? Am I, am I teaching some scriptures? We are all spirit beings. So, the scripture says, man is a spirit having a soul and living in a body. Man is a spirit being, having a soul and living in a body. So we are, we are actually templed in this human body. Why? Because our purpose, our functioning is on the earth realm. So I said the heaven is God's throne and the earth is his footstool. footstool. I said the footstool is where God functions. Did I say that? Did I say that? The footstool is where God functions God works or God walks. So Jesus is not functioning. He's seated. All the saints who have gone on to be with the Lord, who have gone on to be with the Lord, are all not functioning. They are there. Their work is on this earth realm. Did you hear what I said? Our work is on this earth realm. This is where we work. So as we have all the years before us, we use those years to work for the Lord. And those works follow us into the heavens. So when a Christian dies, his spirit and his works follow him or her. Listen to me again. Did you hear what I said? His spirit and his works follow him into the heavens. It's not his doctor work that follow him. It's not his lawyer work that follow him. It's not his fashion design work that follow him. That is why what we do to us is so important. Why? Because what we do has an eternal purpose, an eternal purpose. And has an eternal reward. There is, a, there is what? There is an eternality to what we are doing. You see, whatever you are doing apart from the gospel is temporal. I thought I'd hear an amen to that. Amen. Are you in church today? Yes, All of you are already healthy, so let's go home. <laughs> and wealthy. <laughs> amen. But there's an eternality to what we do as Christians. So if you give an excuse for spiritual duties because of what you do, if you pass on to go home right now, to be with the Lord, maybe 20% work or 2% work will be following you. I heard a story of, of the great, uh, the late Kennedy E. Hagen, and it was said that uh, there was this woman in his church who was the one who was giving tithes and sowing seeds, one woman. If I catch you sleeping, I'll let you go into the rain. Shout glory to that. Glory. Say, we understand, sir. We understand, sir. <laughs> Amen. So the woman was the one who was giving to the ministry. She was tightening, she was giving, she was active. An elderly woman. And she fell sick. And she died. When she died, and she went home to be with the Lord. And Hagen, can Hagen was called upon that Mrs. So and so is gone home to be with the Lord. And he said, No, 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 it cannot happen. My ties is still with that woman. 
Why? Because the woman was like the bedrock financially on a physical sense. You understand? She was the one doing most of the things. So if she's gone, then we are in trouble. <laughs> you understand, do you understand what I just said? So according to the woman, when she went to be with the Lord, and she was standing in the midst of the saints, and suddenly they saw Jesus coming. And when Jesus came and tapped her, Jesus told her what Hagan was saying on the earth realm. Hagan was preaching, and Hagan told the church that this woman had gone home. And Hagan said he has told God that he, he, his tithes is with that woman. So God, Jesus cannot keep that woman there. So that woman should come back. There was no prayer. That was what Hagan just said. If you know Kenneth Hagan, he's also a man of the spirit, a man, a man of faith. So the woman said when Jesus touched him, then Jesus told him that Hagan wants you to come back. <laughs> Is that not powerful? By the time they closed from service, the woman was back. In the evening service, the woman was standing there, tell, testifying of seeing Jesus, and Jesus telling her that, come back home. Hagen is waiting for your tithes. <laughs> is that not strange and powerful? From the time I heard that story, I got to know that the things that we do are very important. Amen. Amen. So what is very important is to understand these things. The human spirit is tabernacled in the human body. When the spirit departs from the body, the spirit is as real. It's, so, it's, more, it's even more real than what we see here. So spirit beings are real. That is why if you want to know that, you see demons always want to occupy the human body. Why? If you allow them, if you allow demons, they will occupy your body. They will influence you. If they get, gain, gain more standing, they will get into your body. If they get into your body, they will possess you. So when a demon possesses you, and it brings other ones also, then they also come in and possess you. Many demons in one person's body. Like the madman of Gadara. The man was so strong that all the chains that they gave to me broke the chains. It was only Jesus who could quiet him down. And there are people like that who are filled with demons, spirits. Why? Those spirits are real. Sometimes we talk about marine spirits. They are real. Are you, talking, are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, Master. We talk about what we call spirits of infirmities. Spirits that are responsible for creating sicknesses. Today they say it's monkeypox. The next day they say it's what COVID-19. There are spirits like that. Evil spirits. Why? Because the constitution of the devil is to promote evil. To promote pain. So there are evil spirits that create sicknesses. And sometimes directly or indirectly. There are evil spirits that even influence men to create diseases. There is no doubt that COVID-19 was not created by certain people. There is no doubt. For those of you who don't, so when we talk like this, some of you don't listen to anything in this area apart from Instagram dance. You understand? Amen. You see, you don't know where it's coming from. But there are, there are people who are influenced to create but before the monkeypox started all these things, we were, we were on your love world with Pastor Chris. 
When he started saying that there is this monkey pox that is going to come, that has been created already, and that in the next two weeks we will see from, from where? Airports and all that. This one has monkey pox, that one has monkey pox, that one has monkey pox. And actually played a video of every meeting that we are not aware of because we are speaking in tongues. The week he ended your love world on Monday, monkey pause, then, then, then in Ghana. I said, ah, I my papa, I can't him. But it was created by certain men. There are men who don't know what to do with their lives again. Now, let me tell you this. A man who is not born again is a wicked man. Listen to me again. You, some of you have friends like that. And if you are not born again, today you must be born again. Any person who is not born again is wicked. The person may not display wickedness. But the nature of sin in that person makes the person evil. So it is not difficult for that person to propagate evil. That is why it's not difficult for an armed robber to enter a church and carry all the and put a gun and say, bring the money, bring the money. Why? There is evil in that man. Because of the nature of sin. Now, if you want to go logical, there are a lot of laws in the nations. Laws that that says that if you steal, there are certain laws, that, that says that if you steal and we catch you, we will kill you. In certain nations, do we have laws like that? In certain nations. There are laws that say that if you catch you, you steal your arm robber, we are going to imprison you for seven years and ten years. You ask yourself, what makes a man know this law and still steal to be imprisoned? Now, we hear news about how somebody just took a gun entered some supermarket somewhere. Who heard that news? Let me see. Let me see whether you listen to news in this. Who heard that news? <laughs> Shout glory. glory. Went to the supermarket and shot people. Shot them. Innocent people. Shot them. Shot the wife, husband, children, everybody. And did a video of the shooting. Was there shooting? You see. Sometimes we will say it's a demon that influenced the person. But it's not a demon. Is the evil nature in that person that is revealed. Why? The nature of sin and death is evil. So the Bible says that when Adam sinned, God said all the evil that was in man and imagination, all the, what, the thoughts and the imaginations of men are evil continually. All that man was just demonstrating was evil. If you heard what I said, shout glory. glory. So important. So until a person is born again, he can sell to you a fake drug, knowing that drug will kill you. Did you hear what I said? Until a person is born again, he can wake up one day and carry a gun. That is what is happening in the U.S. because they feel that there is no God, there is no Jesus Christ, the world is physical. And the devil is taking advantage of their ignorance. You see. And he's doing all the things that he's doing. So until a person is born again, the nature in that person is the nature of sin, which propagates or produces evil, wickedness. Because the devil's constitution is to kill, is to steal, and to destroy. See, until there is destruction, the devil is not pleased. Did you hear what I said? So important, oh, just by the way. So you see evil spirits occupying the human body of many. So sometimes we touch people and you see them manifesting. See, they, it looks like another force takes control over them. Who has seen some before? 
Pastor Sam, before you have seen Sam, lift up your hands, let me see. Give me a wave and let me see. So you see an evil spirit taking control over them. You see. When you are talking with the person, he is normal. But when you touch the person with an extraordinary touch, because there are different kinds of touches, amen. amen. Then you see that that evil spirit wants to rebel. Why? Because you see the spirit of God reveals himself in a kind of fireful way. So when it falls on the evil spirit, he wants to come out. He wants to display himself. Who is this that is troubling my, my sleep in this person's body? <laughs> Shout glory. It's like that. Until the spirits come out. A perfect example is a madman of Gadara. The evil spirits that causes people to be deaf and dumb. Jesus met a situation like that where the scripture says that the guy was even carried into the fire. See, he was influenced, he was influenced by demons to the point where he could be carried and thrown into the fire. And they had to rush to bring him out of the fire. The evil spirit to carry him into the fire. Is that not strange and powerful? Evil spirits. But they can function very well when they are in the human body. Amen. Now, God is a spirit being. So if he wants to function on this earth, he, has to only, he can only function on this earth through what? Through what? Through what? Through, a, through what? A physical body. That is why Jesus could not just appear in the air. Jesus had to be born. And had to be able to function on this earth realm with a physical body. Come on, shout glory to that. Oh, hear what I just said there. Did you hear what I just said? So now, what happens now, what is happening now is that in Genesis, God was not with man. God created man in the book of Genesis. I just want to summarize this thing. But he was not with man. What he did was to visit Adam and Eve. Adam was with his wife. But God would visit them. So the scripture says that God will visit Adam and Eve. So at one point in time in Genesis 3, when God was coming to visit them, that's a divine visitation. When he was coming, you know, you read the scriptures and you discover that God could only come to Abraham in the physical form by being a man. Even angels, sometimes angels take upon themselves the form of a man. Angels. But because they had to transform into that nature or transform into the physical realm like that, they, don't have, they can't have a permanent stay in the physical realm. Angels. Amen. Amen. So God was visiting Abraham and two angels and they had to come as men. They had to be transformed as men. See, God can transform as a man. There are certain angels that can also tra transform as, as men. Some of them can just come to visit you and go. Some can come to bring you money and go. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, I have a message that I taught on angels many years ago like that. Very powerful message. 
Some can come and buy your goods and go. Just for you to have money to come and pay your tithes. Did you hear what I said? And transform. But they, don't, they can't have a permanent stay. For you to have a permanent stay, you need to be a physical body. Or you need to have a physical body. So in Genesis, God came to visit Adam. And in Genesis chapter 3, we are told that at, that at that particular time when God was coming, Adam heard the voice of God in the garden. Another, another translation says Adam heard the sound of God in the garden. The presence of God. The spirit of God. Coming to Adam. Shouting and saying, Adam. Adam. Where are thou? And Adam was hiding because Adam had sinned. That we are not going into the sin. But that is a sign that it means that God was not permanently with Adam. If you are following my teaching, give me a wave and shout glory. God was not permanently with Adam. He came to visit Adam. But from time to time, he came to Adam. Then God's modus operandi changed. God's modus operandi changed. After Adam fell and all that. So what happened was that God now decided that he will be with man. And was going to be with man through his spirit. I've told you this. God the Father does not move. And he's not even seen. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? The scripture says he dwells in unapproachable light. He dwells in unapproachable light. Now, when the scriptures talk about light, it's difficult to explain. Because we explain light based on what we know, what light is. Do you hear what I'm talking about? <laughs> we explain light based on what we know, what light is. Do you hear what I said? Pastor Paul, I think you can just pass here and come here. And, and your wife, amen. It's very important. Amen. Shout glory. Just pass and come. Sonia, how are you guys doing? So come in. Come, come in. Amen. So, he dwells in unapproachable light. Say unapproachable light. That means that a light that cannot be approached. So, if you should ask anyone in heaven how God looks like, they wouldn't be able to tell you how God looks like. Now, how God looks like is what we see in Jesus. Did you hear what I said? So Jesus is the, came as the physical manifestation of the invisible God. The angels can now know God by seeing Jesus. They can know the character of God by looking at Jesus. They can know how powerful God is by looking at Jesus. And because we have also become one with Jesus, the angels know how God looks like by looking at the church. That's why it's important for us to teach. When we teach like this, like it's not necessary. But this is what we have to do. Did you hear what I said? First. Why? Because angels, principalities, according to Ephesians chapter 3, we won't go into that, are learning all the attributes of God the nature and the character of God, the life of God, they are learning the wisdom of God. Say the wisdom of God. 
they are learning that wisdom from the church. Why the church? Because the church is one with Jesus. If Jesus and the church are one, then what we can learn from Jesus, we can actually learn from the church. Now that Jesus is seated and is not at work, the people who are working are his church. So, if we want to learn of Jesus as principalities and powers, then we, we can learn of Jesus by looking at his church. Now, unfortunately, like I said the last time, most Christians are making these principalities confused. Why? Because, because of the demonstration of ignorance in the body of Christ. I've said it before. People go to church to dance, 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 dance. Is that not true? And go home. To them, church is dance. WCN, we don't dance. Send your power, the Holy Ghost power. Send your power again. Then the principality becomes confused. Why? Because another church is saying that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And they are saying that so the Holy Ghost has come upon us. Which church is that? Which church is that? Which church is that? WCN is saying that. We are saying that World Changes Nation says that we have received. Oh, who has received the Holy Ghost here? So we say we have received the Holy Ghost. Then they enter another church somewhere. The man of God has about 500 people. And they are all dancing. Then they are singing, send your power, the Holy Ghost power. Send your power again, the Holy Ghost power. Then that principal says, ah, what is happening here? I'm learning. These things I'm talking about are real. <laughs> real. Why? Because... If we are singing that he should send forth his power again, then we are being unscriptural in our songs. Is that not true? So the principality is learning from this church that the church has received the Holy Ghost. Is that true? Then they go to another church and they are now learning that the Holy Ghost send your power again. They are like, like, ah, we are confused, Charlie, we are confused. Then they go and sit somewhere else. So Christians are even confusing these principalities who are learning the wisdom of God from the church. If you agree with me, shout glory. glory. Because the scripture doesn't say that you should send this power again. There is no power again. Knock somebody. Are you hearing what Papa is saying? Because sometimes when we hit your theology like that, it's like, what is happening? Is that not true? I said, is that not true? Sister Afrida, what I'm saying, is that not true? So when the principality looks at us and we are saying that send your power again, the Holy Ghost power, send your power, then you handkerchief, 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 handkerchief. Then you, you sit down quietly. Then principality becomes confused. Ah, this church is now asking for the power to be sent or to be for the Holy Ghost to be sent again. Meanwhile, the Holy Ghost came on the day of Pentecost. Two of us. Did the Holy Ghost come on the day of Pentecost? He has come. I didn't hear glory to that. <laughs> you see how we are confusing even angels. We are confusing angels. You see, so God changed his mode of operation and decided. Did you catch that one? What I just shared with you is for free. I could have charged you for that one. For consultation. Is that not powerful? You see, it's important the kind of consciousness we maintain. The consciousness of the word of God, of the truth. Sometimes when people see a ministry like this, 
They see it as a young ministry. So they feel that we don't know much. But it's the young ministry that will correct the old ministry. That's right. Because there are a lot of things that we have thrown into the church that are garbages. And that has prevented the church from functioning. In reality, at this time, like I said yesterday, we don't have to have, find a demon around the Christian. We don't have to. At this time. But if you give me a microphone and I enter certain churches and I say, start in the name of Jesus, out, you'll be shocked what will happen. All the churches will break. Demons are maltreating Christians. Instead of Christians maltreating demons. You heard what I said, child glory to that. <laughs> Who heard what I just said? Now, that Susum Koko, has he gone? The question we should ask those people is that Susum Koko no Kwana. Has he gone? He has not gone. He didn't come to go. He came to stay. If you heard that child glory. Why am I sharing this with you? Because when I'm ending, you see why I shared this with you. Some of these truths with you. Why? Because Jesus, the father decided to change his mode of operation and decided that he would come to be with man. So from Genesis where it was man alone with his wife, because the Bible says that after God formed man, he saw that he was alone. Is that true? And gave him a partner, the wife. Then man sinned. After the sin, God decided to walk with men, to walk with men. So we have men like Enoch, who the scripture says they walked with God. Enoch walked with God. That means that in God's mode of operation, he had come to be with Enoch. Who heard what I said there? He had come to be with Enoch and was walking with Enoch. Even with that, he walked with Enoch to that point where Enoch couldn't stay on the earth realm. So the scripture says Enoch walked with God and he was not. For God took him. God carried him away. Because he walked with God. God was with him. God was with Abraham. God was with David. How was God with them? Through his spirit, the Holy Ghost. Where the spirit of God is, God is there. Did you hear what I said? So I said Jesus is the exposure of the father, of the hidden father. Jesus was and is the exposure of the hidden father. The invisible father that was hidden was exposed in Jesus. Anyone who saw Jesus saw the father that they couldn't see in the heaven. Did you hear what I said? But you see, the works of the Godhead are accomplished by the Holy Spirit, who is also God. So the Spirit of God, we, call, we say the Spirit of God. Another scriptures say the Spirit of the Lord. Why the Spirit of the Lord? Because he is that, that spirit is like we say, the word of God. Why the word of God? The words that proceed from God. True or false? Yes, oh, are you in church? Yes, the, the, the words that proceed from God. We say it's the word of God. Or the word that has proceeded from God is the word of God. Now, the spirit of God is the spirit that has proceeded from God or that proceeds from God. So the spirit of God is God's spirit that has proceeded from him. It was the spirit of God that was with this man. 
So the Bible says that Gideon had the Holy Ghost with him. Walking with him. The Holy Ghost was with the Israelites. In fact, he was in the midst of the Israelites. Revealing himself as a pillar of fire. And as a pillar of cloud. So in the night, they could see light. That light that they saw was a pillar like this. But a pillar of fire. And that pillar of fire was what generated light. Then in the day, they saw a pillar of cloud. The same Holy Ghost. A pillar of cloud. And that pillar of cloud led them to where they, was going, they were going. So they were being led by this pillar of cloud. See, who represents the Holy Spirit? If you are there, shout glory. glory. Well, that's what I just said. So the Holy Ghost was with men. We can go on, on like David, like Samson, like Gideon, the men in the Old Testament, like Elijah, like Elisha. These were men that walked with the Holy Ghost or the men that the Holy Ghost walked with. And he stayed on them and worked with them. So all the things we read throughout the Old, the Old Testament where these men, some of them could stop nature and some of them could do all kinds of incredible things. They were all done because the Holy Ghost, God, the Holy Ghost, or the Spirit of God, or the Spirit of the Lord was with them. Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that the second point? Is that the second one? I said the first one was what? Man was alone and divine visitation was taking place. The second one was the Spirit of God being with men. And the third one is the Spirit of God being in men. If you are there, shout glory. So when God was forming the dust out of the ground, in his mind, he was forming a house for himself. The body that was formed from the dust of the ground was God's body he was forming that in the days to come he would occupy that body so now currently say currently, currently. are you in church today or you've gone home yes, we are here shout glory. glory so now the holy spirit or currently god is not just apart from men god is not just with men but god is in men. I thought I'd hear glory to that. So, what did I say? God's earthly address. Is that not true? How did that happen? The prophecies that were spoken, there were prophecies spoken concerning the coming of the Holy Spirit. Prophecies were spoken concerning the coming of the Holy Spirit. No one had the Holy Ghost dwelling in him. Until Jesus came. When Jesus came and was being baptized, he was born of God. Yet this Jesus could do nothing. He was age 12 and was playing football at the Jovolu field over there. <laughs> there was a Jovolu field in Galilee. Shout glory. glory. He went to play what? Champions League. In Capernaum, at age 15. At age 18, the father said, Jesus, he said, yes, sir. I just made a particular stool for that woman over there. Can you take it to the woman? Yes, sir. He was the son of God. 
He was born of God. He was a child of God from birth. In fact, he was a child of the Holy Spirit. Yet, he could do nothing until he was age 30. Now, even though John the Baptist was sent to usher in this Jesus, he was also sent to usher in the Holy Spirit. So, John the Baptist was told that the one that you will see the Spirit of the Lord descend and remain in, that one is the Son of God. Or that one is the Messiah. So all throughout, the Holy Ghost came on many men. We talk about David, who never lost a war. We talk about the mighty men of David. Some of them fought to the point where the sword stuck in their hands. The mighty men of David. We talk about Samson, who, who was tied, and the, the rope melted like wax. Because the Spirit of God was on him. We talk about Gideon, who blew the trumpet, was going for war, mighty war, big war. And God said, just take some few men and go. And he went. When he went, the Spirit of God said, just blow a trumpet. Do we blow a trumpet in the war front? And when he blew the trumpet, the Spirit of the Lord that was with Gideon caused a confusion, or caused confusion in the army of the enemies. That the enemies had come to fight, then they ended up killing themselves, fighting themselves. The confusion of the spirit. But the Holy Ghost was with Gideon, not in Gideon. But God had pre-planned before the foundation of the world that he was going to occupy the human body. We don't have time to go into that in Ephesians chapter 3 when it talks about that the Gentiles will be followers and of the same body. That scripture is so powerful, I don't know whether we have English to explain it. Shout glory. glory. Is this not powerful? But God had prophesied through men. In the last days, Joel was speaking. I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. See, when Isaiah said that unto us a child is born, shall be Manuel, that means that God was with us, he was prophesying. But he saw in part. I said every time that the prophets of old could not see the details of what God was doing. They saw some. Like what we just read here in Isaiah. The heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. If we say we are going to detailed to explain the footstool, we will have to change it. <laughs> if I was prophesying that, I would just say footstool. Because of where I am now. Where, the position I'm in in the New Testament. Come on, shout glory. glory. It says God was with men. Now take us to the Gospel of John. So the prophet Joel prophesied that in the last days, I'll pour my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And said all of that. Before the manifestation of that prophecy, Jesus had come. When he was being baptized, John, according to the witness of John the Baptist, John bore witness that when Jesus, when he baptized Jesus, the Holy Ghost descended in the form of a dove. It doesn't mean that the Holy Ghost is a dove. The Holy Ghost descended like a dove would descend. Is that a metaphor or a simile? Which one? A metaphor. Amen. So, the Holy Ghost descended like a dove would descend. Not 
that the Holy Ghost was a dove. Did you hear what I said? The Holy Ghost is a spirit person of God. He can't be a dove. Can a dove speak to you? No. So he descended. And when he descended, he remained in Jesus. Know that John the Baptist had the Holy Ghost from birth. John the Baptist had the Holy Ghost from birth. That means that the Holy Ghost was with John. To enable John to determine the Messiah. Because John, out of all the people who was baptizing, he's called John the Baptizer. Because it was John who dipped them in water. Before he came, the Israelites were used to washings like some of the Muslims do. They were not baptized. But John would just say, hey, repent. Then they will show up with fear. And he baptizes them in water. So we call him John the Baptizer or John the Baptist. This time when he was baptizing this young man, he noticed something strange. The Holy Ghost descending and remaining in Jesus. That was the beginning of the demonstration of God in Jesus. Have you heard that child glory? glory? That was the beginning of Jesus demonstrating God to the world when the Holy Ghost came. That was the beginning of his ministry. That Jesus of Nazareth, the carpenter's son, became Jesus, the Christ. What is the Christ? So we call him Jesus Christ. Some of you don't know why we call him Jesus Christ. You think we call him Jesus Christ because it's part of his name. It's his last name. His name is Jesus. He is the Christ because he was anointed by the Holy Spirit. Now the question is, were many men not anointed? Was David not anointed? But this particular man was called the anointed one. Why? Because his anointing was not on him. His anointing was in him. His anointing was a person. If you heard that, you have shouted glory to that. So the Holy Ghost came and stayed in Jesus. And Jesus did all that he did through the Holy Ghost. Jesus was healing the sick through the Holy Ghost. Doing miracles through the Holy Ghost. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. So Jesus the Christ, Christ means Christos, the anointed one and his anointing. Did you hear what I said? So we call him Jesus the Christ. Say Jesus the Christ. That is Jesus the anointed one. Or Jesus the one who has the Holy Ghost in him. Because when he was walking in Galilee, he was the only one. Are you guys sleeping on me? The music, you should see it right now. Amen. So, he was the only one on, in those times that he was walking that was anointed with the Holy Ghost and having the Holy Ghost dwell in him. If you heard that, shout glory to that. So, he's called Jesus the Christ. Now, when you study the scriptures, you realize that Jesus is no longer Jesus of Nazareth. You said the scriptures. The scriptures doesn't permit us to call us to call him Jesus of Nazareth. But we still do that. You heard that child glory. glory. I know somebody says that he asked the Lord what name he is, and he says, Yah, Yah, eh, Yah, eh. <laughs> if you should ask the Lord what is his name, he will tell you his name is Jesus. The name of Jesus is not Yah. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> Am I looking controversial this morning? That is the name of Jesus. All the names of Jesus in the Old Testament are all in the name of Jesus. 
Is that powerful? powerful? If a demon shows up and you say, in the name of Yah, in the name of Yah, the demon will slap you. <laughs> or a demon shows up in a room and you say, in the name of Elohim, in the name of Elohim, a demon will slap you and that Elohim together. Yeah, am I now making some meaning? That is why today, if you see a demon or something is about you, you don't shout, Elohim, no. Jehovah. No. Those are powerful names. But as powerful as that name is, <laughs> if you want to understand, shout glory to that. Do you get what I'm talking about? So Jesus is Jesus, the anointed one. When God was revealing himself to the people as Jehovah, he was revealing himself to the people as Jehovah, in a particular sense. God can reveal himself to the church of Jesus as Jehovah. It's not possible. It's not possible. Why? Because it's already revealed his personality. Now, nobody could see God. Anybody who called God Jehovah could not see God. (laughs) I don't want to go into all those doctrines. They're not powerful. But do you understand what I'm saying? So we have names that God revealed himself to those men, like Abraham. God revealed himself, El Shaddai. And different names. To those Old Testament men, and even the pre-Old Testament men. Why? Because God was even limited in revealing his fullness. In the Old Testament. You should understand that. You see, why did I say that you can't call God? Because Jesus is the fullness of God in body. Jesus is the fullness of God. When we say the fullness, is Jesus is the totality of God. In his fullness, bodily. So anybody who saw Jesus was seeing Jesus in his fullness. In the, it's like you have a king. And you've never seen the king. And the king reveals his whole fullness in a person. That person is Jesus. Jesus is the name given to God. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Jesus is the name given to God who has appeared to men. That is why the Bible says there is no name under heavens given amongst men by which a man can be saved except the name of Jesus. The name Jesus. The person Jesus. If you are there, shout glory. glory. When he was revealing himself to those people and all that, even under the law, he revealed himself to Moses, even before under the law. They could not relate with the fullness of God at that time. Why? Because sin had not yet been dealt with. You see, it takes the human spirit to relate with God. It doesn't take the human body. It takes the human spirit to relate with God. When the human spirit is dead, that human spirit can't relate with God. So God will have to look for processes to reveal himself. So he revealed himself in his names. In his names. He says names. Say names. Until he had the opportunity in the days, what the Bible calls the dispensation of the fullness of times, to reveal his full personality. So the scripture is that which was from the beginning. It says our hands, 1 John chapter 1, it says our hands have handled. So
So when we say Jesus, we are actually mentioning the name of God himself in his fullness. <laughs> if you hear what I say, shout glory. glory. So the church is here to come to this. And if I had time, I would have taken you through the scriptures on this journey right now in the names of, and corrected all these doctrines. I don't have the time. Say, you don't have time, sir. You don't have time. You are even tired. Come and pray for us and let's go home. Shout glory. <laughs> so, he, Jesus, so that's why we call him Jesus, the Christ. Jesus of Nazareth, the Christ. Jesus, the anointed one. The only one to have been entrusted with the full person of God's anointing. The Holy Ghost. That's Jesus. That is how come he did all the things he did. And the scripture is how God anointed this Jesus. It says with the Holy Ghost and with power. But God anointed David. God anointed Saul. Saul was anointed. But why does he say how God anointed Jesus? Because that was the first time the Holy Ghost that remained on Saul. This time had come to remain in Jesus. To stay in the human spirit of Jesus. And to make his home the body of Jesus. Shout glory to that. Glory. Now when Jesus was living, he told the disciples, he says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to be with you. He says, I will ask the Father. And he shall give you another one who is like me. Another one of mankind. Of mankind. Of mankind. Another one of mankind. I will ask the Father. He was referring to the Holy Ghost. Jesus was talking to the disciples because a prophecy had been given by Joel and Isaiah. It says, until the spirit be poured from on high. And the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. And the fruitful field becomes a forest. Is that not powerful? powerful. The wilderness the fruitful. So, Isaiah had prophesied that. Amen. That's one of my powerful songs. When I bring a song into Ghana, the Ghana will shake. Is that not true? All this, uh, will change. Shout glory. So, Isaiah prophesied, and Joel prophesied. Then Jesus was telling them that the Holy Ghost will come. Now, when Jesus was raised to life, he went to them again and told them, he says, don't go on preaching. Wait. Wait for the promise of my Father. That promise of the Father was the Holy Spirit. Then the Bible says, before I go to Acts, go to John so that you can see what Jesus said in his own language. Are you hearing something today? Yes, Even if I'm not, I didn't pray for you and you're going home with this truth, there are certain songs you will not sing. Yes, sir. There are certain mentalities that must change. Is that not true? The consciousness of the Holy Spirit. Are you here? Are you here? John chapter 14, from verse 16, 17, and 23. Give us the NIV, the same NIV. John chapter what, 14, quickly. We all look at it. Can you lift up your head and look on, on the screen? Ba azita alakadosh. Leve tis paratash. Regesita kaparakasa. Man to fro se pray to so proko se prakato se predesh. Is that not powerful? Oh. Say, I love the Holy Ghost. So it says, I will ask the Father, or I will request from the Father. 
And he will give you another counselor to be with you how? Forever. Forever. Continue. Uh -huh. The spirit of truth, that's the NIV. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him for he lives with you and will do what? Again, he will do what? And will do what? Will be in you. Who was speaking here? Jesus. Jesus to the disciples. Then go to 23. Is that not powerful? Jesus replied, Oh, what a scripture. Is this not powerful? If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. Says my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Oh, is that not powerful? So what happened was that on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, Jesus had instructed them not to go anywhere but to wait for the Holy Spirit. And so they did wait. And whilst they were waiting, the scripture says that a lot of signs happened there. And then the Holy Ghost came and dwelt in them. Then they started speaking in language, in a language in an extraordinary language that they spoke in a language that those who were there could hear their language, could hear them. They said, are these people not so and so? How come they are speaking our language? A supernatural sign of the presence of the Holy Spirit. He had come. The promise, the prophecy had been fulfilled. The disciples now had the Holy Ghost. When Peter was speaking, he told them, says, repent and be baptized, every one of you. For this promise is for you and for your children. I thought I would hear glory to that. Glory. So now, when we are born again, we are actually baptized by the Spirit into the body of Christ. That means that the Holy Ghost comes to dwell inside of us. The Holy Ghost in us is the presence of God in us. Now, there are a lot of people who don't understand that. In the New Testament, the Holy Spirit proceeds. He's the Spirit of God. But now, the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Christian. The Holy Spirit proceeds from God. Now, he is in the Christian. Did you see that Jesus said he will be in the Christian? So he's in the Christian. Knock somebody say, are you here? Are you in church? Why? The scripture says when the when the when the <laughs> says when the enemy comes in, when the enemy, some of you, some Christians are there taking things to protect and defend themselves. So we, when we when we have this around us, we are protected. I put it on my bed. As long as this is on my bed, no demon can come near me. How we have trivialized the word of God. Jesus said, we've made the word of God of none effect. Of none effect. None effect. Because of what? Because of our traditions. Those are traditions. Like I said, I was talking about selling cream, demons, and those are traditions. I've said it, I've realized that they are traditional, Christian traditional religion. See? Christian traditional religion, even within the body of Christ now. But the Holy Ghost comes to dwell in us. 
Then the scripture says that when the enemy comes in, or when the adversary comes in, it says, like a flood. Have you seen a flood before? It says, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift a standard against the enemy. Now, who is the standard that the spirit of God lifts? Lifts the Christian. Why? The Holy Ghost dwells in the Christian. His home is the Christian. So when we are looking for God's address on earth, now God is sharing, sharing our bodies the same way we are sharing our bodies. Did you hear what I said? God has 100% share in your body now. Fair, dark, whatever it is. Just as you, your spirit, has 100% share in that same body now. Can I say that again? God has 100% share in your body currently. Or you can say body. I don't, that one is, what do you guys think? I have to get a teacher to teach me how to slang very soon. You see, 100%, the same way, so this body that you say is your body, is the body of the Holy Spirit. If you heard that, shout glory to that. Did you hear what I said? He lives in your spirit and occupies your body. He's so big that he occupies every part of your faculty. The Holy Spirit. Now, and that is the spirit of God. And that is God. So Paul writing one day said that the body is not for fornication. That was Paul speaking. He says the body is not for fornication. Or your body is not for fornication. He says it is for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. Now that, that scripture, and the day I will teach it here, these buildings will collapse. He says the body is for the Lord. Think about it. And the Lord for the body. So the Lord owns the body. The body owns the Lord. It says, and they too shall be one flesh. It says, this I speak concerning Christ and the church. They are one flesh. Oh, some of you don't read scripture. So you are so looking at me as if you are watching, uh, uh, what is the name of that telenovela that the guy who died entered into the person's body again? Uh-huh. It's like you are, walking, we are watching second chance on, on this, in this room right now. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. glory. Is that not powerful? If you have been blessed, shout glory to that. Who has heard something right now? It's very important. So wherever you find yourself, that is where God is. God moves when you move. God eats when you eat. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. Did you hear what I said? Should I give you a scripture before? (laughs) So Paul writing says, don't you know? He says, know ye not. Or don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and that the Spirit of God dwells in you and that you are not your own? You see, when he says the temple of the Holy is powerful. Oh, and confirm with the Bible, so mommy, bro, why? Is that not true? Mommy, bro, too. But it says that, and you are not your own. Get with that scripture. I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 
Check it there. Amen. Get it to that yesterday before I close. Why am I sharing all of these things with you? That is why. How, is, how does this relate with healing? It relates with healing. That is why God wants our bodies whole. Why? Because this is his body. Without your body, he has no address on earth. So if a person wants to find God on the earth, he, can, he doesn't find God within the church premises like this. He should find God in you. If you heard that child, glory. Because the presence of God is tabernacled, is templed in our bodies. If you heard that child, glory to that. Glory. Who understands what I just said right now? So the Holy Ghost coming is not speaking in tongues alone. Amen. 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 He dwells in us. We are his temple. So, oh, this is so powerful. Say, this is so powerful. It says, know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you? Know you not? Oh, that, that's King James English. That is, don't you know? It's like asking someone, don't you know that this is where I keep the keys? Is that not true? Don't you know two plus two? So he's also asking by the Spirit. He says, don't you know? He's talking to you. Do you know? Do you know now? Yes, sir. He says, don't you know that your body, do you see there? Oh, look on the screen. Read it one, two, go. Uh-huh. Who is where? Who is where? So Jesus says, shall be with you, with you shall be in you forever. So anyone calling for the Holy Ghost again is not scriptural songs. Whether it came from the Spirit, it came from the Spirit out of ignorance. Why? I can show you why. Because the scripture says that if any man prophesies, so let him prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So I can prophesy to you that I see death. You can't prophesy to me that you see death. You can't say, I had a demon, Papa had died. It's not possible. In the spirit realm, it can't happen. No, no evil spirit or Holy Ghost can give you that revelation. But he can give me a revelation concerning you, concerning death. Why? Not all of you. So when I look at your face, some of you, you can't. Because prophecy is according to the proportion of faith. It's according to what? Powerful prophecy. So that's why there are prophets. There are prophets who prophesy that I see your bloodline, your pattern, and this and all that. So I'm going to the proportion of the faith of that prophet. So when we are talking senior prophets, senior prophets are those who enter your home, and enter your where and all of that, enter your village and all that. Senior prophets understand scriptures and bring scriptures in unison to prophecy. Hallelujah. That's senior prophets, not not not. Uh, bloodline pattern. Because when I get born again, now that I'm born again, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. You didn't hear what I said? I thought you said, so am I, so am I, so am I. So I said, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I said, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Say that I said, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. To be filled with the Holy Ghost, to be filled with God himself, with the presence of God. With the person of God. Say, I'm filled with God. Filled with now, God. Says, says, don't you know that your body, is he talking about your body? Pastor Paul, is he talking about your body? 
says, don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? This is who is with you. Who is in you? Whom you have received from God. Oh. And then it says, you are not your own. Look at it there. Are you your own? So from today, when you are going to bath, you say, Holy Ghost, I'm bathing your body now. Yeah. Bathing your body. Did you hear what I said? Yes, so Holy Ghost, I'm bathing your body. When you take the microphone, say, Holy Ghost, I'm holding. You, you, you see, you are holding the microphone now. Your hand is holding. That is the consciousness he wants us to have. It is that consciousness that makes you see yourself at the top. Nothing around you looks like you'll be at the top. You can't doubt the Holy Ghost when you see him. And I say, when you see him, you want to see him physically. No, 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 no. Is that not powerful? He says, you are not your own. So he said, I'm not my own. That means that I don't, I don't say that this is my body. I say this is his body. If you said that, child, glory to that. Continue from that scripture. Let me show you something right now. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Now, before this, go the same scripture. Go to verse 14, I think. 14, 15. That's so powerful. Is that not powerful? When you enter your shop, you say, I've entered the shop in the presence of the Holy Spirit. When you are speaking to an arm, I say, I'm speaking in the presence of the Holy Ghost. You see the Old Testament says, they stand, they said that, oh, what was Elijah saying? It says, before God whom I stand, when they were, they were speaking, they said that God, what? Before God whom I stand. Because they stood before God. We stand in God. So as you are sitting, you are sitting in God. When you stand up, you are standing in God. When you sit in your car, you are sitting in God. You say, Holy Ghost, you are driving. Holy Ghost, you are driving. You can see your hands on the... Oh. When this becomes your consciousness, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Did you hear what I said? Who caught something right now? Just going home with this is enough. This healing. Is this not healing? It's healing. We have, we have closed. This is a, is it not my pay? I like that. It's my pay. So this is health to those that find it. It's my pay. It's medicine. So some of you have just cured your illnesses. What illness is that? Ignorant. Cured it. The Bible says that the word of God is medicine. It has a curative ability. Curative ability. Says, By his power, God raised the Lord. Go to verse 13. Let me see. Now, oh, those of you who don't like fasting, this scripture is for fasting people. It says, food for the stomach. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And the stomach for food. Start from verse 12 and let me see. It says, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. I will not be mastered by anything. Look at it. You must be mastered by the spirit, not by anything. So if you are mastered by, by, by social media, you are mastered. You can't live without it. So if you are mastered by watching. So, some of you are mastered by sleep. Is that not true? Some are mastered by sleep. Yet you saw them come out. You've, you've slept to the point where in church you are still sleeping. 
When we call you in your workplace, 24 hours you are awake, you come to church, you are like, oh. and the usher is looking at you. Sleep has mastered you. Or sleep has become your master. Some of you, food has become your master. Six to six is difficult for you. You can't make spiritual progress if you are mastered by something else apart from the Holy Spirit. Write that down. It's very important. You can't make spiritual progress. What? You are mastered by something else apart from the Holy Ghost. Oh, shout glory to that. Oh, hear what I just said. I'll give you two scriptures and then when is the time of prayers? Amen. How many have you just been blessed just hearing these truths? By this time, you should know that we are all changes. Is that not true? The nations are calling for us. These messages must be heard by Christians. Christians. Mamindari sensu, ntefri sewu yensu. Mamindari soja. So, so, go, go, sign, bra. He found a coin. Where has he gone to? And it's not only local, even most English, most of these young, young songs, some of the songs, when you're like, where, did, where are they coming from? People just want to be popular and want to be famous. Is that not true? And some of you will pay monies to go and listen to those songs. You pay money, saving me because I'm not happy. I'm not saying don't pay money to go and listen to those songs. You can go and pay. But make sure the song you are listening to is connected to the scriptures. It's not a song that has to do with somebody who wants to be famous and has tried all, gone to all the studios, and has gotten a song that will bring the person out. And... Is that not true? Like when somebody says that, eh, uh, eh, uh, Something, some. Now, don't listen to all those songs. I don't, you see the songs we sing here? I don't listen to all those songs. So I don't even remember some. I always listen to the songs that we sing here, some of the songs. Is that not powerful? A person carrying the Holy Ghost in him, is he an Afunuba? Some people say, Can I Afunuba party? Say me. Maybe I mean, say, Oh, say, Major, I wear him. And come and sit, dance. Some of you will, will, will give an award for that. You'll give a VGMA award for Kramayin Funuba and dogs. How can a Christian be called a dog? Did you get what I just said? Look, look at what I'm saying. See, look at what I'm saying and compare them to what the scripture is saying concerning. It's talking to you. I'm preaching, but it is God talking to you from the Bible, telling you. That don't you know that you are my temple? You do you say I'm a, I'm a dog, a worthless dog, and that alone has 100 and something million views and likes, going to national theater for a performance. Christians, do you not know that your body is at? Oh, where is it? Who has moved, moved to 19 again? Oh, I'm just excited to be here. Amen. I'm just excited to be sharing with you these truths. Emmanuel, are you not excited to hear something like this? Have you not been sharing these things again, over and over again? Over and over. 
Why? Because when we were in school, we did two times two, two times two, until even, even up to now, you still do two times two sometimes. Is that not true? When you're doing some calculation, you still do, do two times two in your head to be able to catch it. That's what I'm doing with you. So there's food for this to ah. How can you even have for 12? So it says that everything is perfect, but I will not be mastered by anything. Some of you are mastered by lust. You are mastered. It masters you. I don't know why every girl I have to chase the girl. God, deliver me. I need deliverance. Deliverance. Bring a seed. I will do that deliverance for you. <laughs> then he says that, out of verse 13, he says something. Yes. Food for the stomach. And the stomach for food. But God will destroy them both. Why? There are people who are mastered by food. They can't, they can't fast. They can't live without food until 12 o'clock. When it's nine, there must be gobble on the table. True or false? Christians. They say, oh, I call it up a fasting year, though. Also, pray any day, though. So it says, food for the stomach and stomach for food. But God will destroy, destroy them both. Then it says, now the body is not meant for sexual immorality. Do you see it there? Yes, Do you see it there? Yes, Do you see it there? Yes, they said, grace, grace has found you the way you are. Grace has made you a temple. <laughs> I have some songs that I love so much. So don't worry, it's not that I hate all the songs. There are a lot of songs that are local songs and that when they sing, you see that it's powerful. Amen. But some of them will finish you. Somebody says, why is this important? It's important for the manifestation of the word of God in your life. Did you hear what I said? It says, the body is not, for, it's not meant for sexual immorality. The body. But for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. And continue because I'm going to explain this one today. I have a very special message on that. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he also raised us also from the dead. Verse 15. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ Himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Do you see? Is it, is, is it me talking or God speaking? That is what God asking you that will you make your body what? Unite your body with a prostitute? Never. Do you see never there? The King James says, God forbid. Shout glory. glory. Now take us to John chapter 14, verse 20. This one is okay for you, for today. Say it's okay for today. So now you know that the Holy Ghost is in you. But you can close from service, go home, and forget all that I said. Is that not true? You can also maintain a consciousness of the Holy Spirit in you. There is nothing, you see... The Christian is God's location on earth. The Christian is God's house, home, address on earth. The Christian. Did you hear what I said? So a person wants to locate God, he can only locate God in you. If somebody wants to locate the devil, he will go to the club, he will meet many of the people there. Is that not true? And and locate those who are, are connected with the devil in one way or the other. But he wants to locate God. He has to look at the Christian. Because the Christian is the one who houses God. Did you hear what I said? Yes, the Christian is God's current location 
on this earth. I didn't say in heaven. I said where? And that God proceeds from the Christian. In the functioning, in the functions of God on this earth realm, God proceeds not from heaven. <laughs> but where? From your spirit. It's another consciousness that many ministers don't know. So many think that God is working what is working from heaven. But God is working what is working from us. Because he lives in us. On this earth. The Bible says that same spirit shall change our vile body. So the Holy Ghost that will transform our body during the rapture will be transforming that body from inside out. If you heard that child, glory. glory. I said John chapter what, 14 verse what? 23. Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. He says, my father will love him and we will come to him and make what? Our home. Our home. So have we loved him? Yes. Have we confessed the lordship of Jesus? Yes. Are we born again? Yes. Has he made his home with us? Yes. So he's made his home with us, in us. Where is God's home? Say, I am God's home on earth. You are, not, are you talking? Why are you talking? <laughs> Say, I am God's home on earth. So when people ask, where does God actually live? He lives in me. Where can I find this God? He lives in me. There are some people who are still looking for God. See, they, are, they, bring, they've, they've brought the Old Testament to the New. They say, Lord, I'm searching for you. If we're searching for you, where? <laughs> they say, seek him whilst he may be found. <laughs> Go to Revelation chapter 3. Oh, Paul. Paul says that for we have this treasure in this vessel. He calls the vessel an earthen vessel. A vessel of clay. He's talking about our body. So we have this treasure in us. Revelation chapter 3. Then we go to First John and then we are done. Come on, shout glory. glory. Who is heaven that I said? So I said, now why is this so important? Because if where you stay, maybe you stay at Adenta, the building in which you stay is flooded. Can you stay in again? Can you stay in again? So why am I sharing this with you when the healing program? Because God wants, I want you to know that God wants your body to be whole, to be healthy. Because and if your body is not healthy, and it's not whole, and it's dissolved, can God stay inside? That's why it's important for God, for, in the mind of God, for us to walk, not only be healed, but to walk in health. So he says, I wish above all things, who has seen that scripture before, that thou mayest prosper and be in health. So God wanted you to be in health. It's not for your sake. It's for his sake. You didn't hear what I said? God wanting the Christian to... Oh, She'll bring a seed. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. It's for free. Amen. What did I say? So God desiring or wanting us to be in health is not just for our sake, but for his sake. Why? Because he is an occupant of that body. We added to it. So powerful. It's an occupant of that body. He lives in that body. So there were people that God wanted to use mightily who left early because of sickness. That means that they died early. And God couldn't use them mightily because God will only use them mightily when they are still tabernacled in this body. 
Well, did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? So he wants us to live in health. So the reason why you must live in health and take good care of your body is because that body belongs to Jesus. The reason why you must wear your best and appear nicely before all men is because that body belongs to Jesus. Did you hear what I said? So you are putting, you are giving your best to the body. So the day you are not fasting, you must give your best to the body. Is that not true? You must have some choice meals because you are not fasting. Why? Because that body is not yours. You are taking very good care of that body. You are telling the Holy Ghost, I'm taking care of your body. It doesn't mean that when you are fasting, go and eat and tell the Holy Ghost, I'm taking care of your body. Papa said you should take care of your body. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. You must always appear very nicely based on whatever you have. You must. Don't trash that. And so, uh, addressing the idea, it's necessary. Did you hear what I said? Yes, must appear nicely. When you are coming, the body of the Holy Ghost is coming. The body of Jesus. I don't have time to go into all of that, but this is okay for you. Is that okay for you? But it says that Revelation chapter 3, verse what? This was supposed to be my first scripture. Verse 20. It has become the last scripture. <laughs> what do you guys think? Or the last but one scripture. It says, here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will do what? I will come in. I will I just come in and eat with him and he with me. Another thing is and dine. That word he uses for eat is not eating wache because the Holy Ghost doesn't eat wache. But he says, I stand at the door and I knock. If you open, I'll come in and eat. He's talking about a relationship. He's talking about a walk together from the inside. It's called a fellowship. An intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You will eat together. We will relate together. Say, I'm relating with the Holy Ghost. So Paul speaking says that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God says the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Number one, the love of God. When it comes to God, love. When it comes to Jesus Christ, grace. Then the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. When it comes to us, it's fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Or when it comes to the Holy Ghost, it's fellowship. Did you catch that right now? (laughs) Be with us now. Be with us. The fellowship. This is what he's talking about. The eating together. Be with us now. First John, and then we, we, we enter into some time of praise. Shout glory. glory. Who has been blessed? It's good you came to church, right? Yes. So you see, we don't come to church here to just come to church. It's Sunday. By the time you are going, you are going with a different kind of mentality. If you are still fearful after listening to this message, when we finish speaking, to, speaking in tongues, that fear will leave you. If you are still hopeless, after hearing this, do you know what it means to say I'm hopeless? Hopeless in the Holy Ghost? Do you know the Holy Ghost? I just talked about the Holy Ghost staying in you. One day I'll talk to you, I've, told, I've said that before, I've talked about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, you can't be hopeless in the Holy Spirit. It says, hope maketh us not ashamed. Because the love of God is shed in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. This Holy Ghost eh, is the one who made Jesus the Christ. 
This Holy Ghost, eh, he's the one who raised even Jesus from the dead. This Holy Ghost, he's the one who made the stars that we see. Did you hear what I said? The next time you are walking on the streets, on that ground over there, you see the ground looking like the way it looked like? The ground looking like that is the Holy Ghost who created it like that. He is in you. The one who created the ground is in you. Do you know, can I, can I share something that is so powerful with you? One of the most powerful things you can catch today, especially if you're a pastor, or if you're a leader, is that it's amazing that the Holy Spirit performed all the miracles that we read in the Bible. Do you know that? He performed all the miracles from Genesis to all throughout the book of Acts. He performed the miracle through men, directly or indirectly. Every miracle you see was performed by the Holy Ghost. Jesus turned water into wine because of that, because of the Holy Spirit. Moses parted the, the, the sea because of that, because of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Ghost. Why? In the Psalms, as he was talking, poetically, he says, the sea saw the people of Israel in the presence of God, and the sea seeing them, the sea fled. Do you hear that? Yes, sir. He was talking poetically. So he says the sea fled. But when we read, it says that it divided into two, right? Yes, sir. The Holy Ghost divided the sea. The Holy Ghost created the sea. The Holy Ghost materialized the sea. He created the fishes. All the fishes in the sea was created by the Holy Ghost. Is that same person or that God person that is in you? So imagine for the, all these years that you've been in church, you've known only about the Holy Spirit and related with the Holy Ghost all these years. You won't write application like this. Sir. Do you know what I said? I said you won't do what? You don't have application letter. Why? Oh, I don't have time. I don't, I don't even go, don't go into certain things. Come on, shout glory. glory. Now let's go to 1 John chapter 4. Say, God lives in me. God lives in me. I am his current location on earth. And I know it. I'm not assuming it. I know it. 1 John chapter 4 verse 4. Is that not powerful? Being conscious of this, even in the air, you come back and stay in the, in the land. Did you hear what I said? That's why I say a Christian. You see, some of you go to churches where they don't teach you well. And it's amazing. The Christian cannot die anyhow. It looks a big word, but no Christian should die anyhow. It's like, I didn't know I was dying today. I just left. Ah, have I left? Aleko asupratiko soya. You must be informed by the Holy Ghost. Did you hear what I said? Before John Wesley went, he sat down and relaxed. Even though he was not feeling very well, he was tired about all the evangelism and all that. But he said all the things he would say. It is said of F. F. Boswell that before he died, he called his grandchildren. They came around. They had party about seven days. He said, I'll be going on the seven days, so let's just be enjoying ourselves. They had parties and all that. F. F. Boswell. And then he left. Did you hear what I said? That's greatness. That's what? When a man of God finishes service and goes to sit in his church and sleeps on, it's the best way to go. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? And people say, ah, but you should have lived to 100 years. 
Should I live to 500 years? We teach things that sometimes it knocks me so much. One of these days, I will shake the heavens and the earth. <laughs> I will shake it together with the Holy Ghost. What do you guys think? If you're a minister of the gospel, it means you don't belong to yourself. It means God says, come, come, come. You know what? I want you to do this thing in Japan. You will do it from here to that place. That is the assignment I'm giving you. And when you are done, you are done. That's the minister of the gospel. Once that person is done, he's done. If he wants to still stay here on earth, it means he must stay here and just be sitting down. Because he's done with his work. That's the minister of the gospel. You don't understand that today. I wonder you understand. Did you hear what I said? It says, you dear children are from God and have overcome them. Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Give me the King James of, of that and then we close with it. Come on, shout glory. glory. The one who is, say the one who is in me is greater than the one who is in the world. But is that what the scriptures say? Is that what we make it sound like in the body of Christ? It looks like the one who is in the world is greater than the one who is in us. I've said because some people park their car somewhere at the airport. And take some trousers and go to their villages. They are, Christ- they are elders in their churches. Some are leaders of churches. They are going to their villages. They are scared. They are so scared that they have to park their cars at the airport somewhere and take Trotsky and go to their village to show themselves as a tattered person so that the village witches will leave them alone. <laughs> do Christians do that? No, we Christians, we don't do that. The Christian, we go, with, we go with full force. We go how? When we speak in tongues, when we say Holy Ghost, when we shake hands, we shake with the Holy Ghost. Do you see that? When we give you a high five, this is the Holy Ghost high five. So if a witch or a native doctor goes to wear some amulets to shake you, it's in trouble. You, amulet, 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 put amulet down and compare to the Holy Ghost. See, some of you are looking at me somewhere, somewhere. You said they mentioned your name in the Kovu. You appeared there. I saw myself in the Kovu, and they were about to. Allego. You appeared in the. You know who should appear? The Holy Ghost. I realized that through the Holy Ghost, and this is a special operation of the Holy Ghost, that we say Elijah, Elijah vanished. That's not true. Through the Holy Ghost, there are some men who bilocated through the Holy Ghost. Since they were here preaching, and some people saw them in their homes too, through the Holy Ghost. Some are through the Holy Ghost, two angels. An angel can appear with my face to you and take that money for me. You'll be owing the New Year's Eve. You'll see what will happen. Come on, shout glory. Bagas, <laughs> what do you think? Shout glory. So we will pray for some 20 minutes and we are, we are done. What do you guys think? Yesterday I said, come early, come. Did you come early? Yes, sir. Did they come early? No, sir. Uh, you, you, a few of you came early. I'll pray for all those who came early and leave the rest who came late. Because, because you've been here for a long time. I was at 9 o'clock. I was wearing my suit. He said, Papa, wait, don't come. The people are still on their way. Is that no strange and powerful? 
You go to your workplace early at 6 o'clock. You go to church anytime you want. You ask for blessings. Are you not scared? Don't you fear God? Am I speaking to you? Don't you fear God? Don't you fear God? <laughs> Let me talk like it's so easy. I always say that won't go and which game than Tia. I can't which game that won't be so I can't which game. You take God very personal. Some of you are very wealthy. You don't, you don't have troubles. So you are dealing with God as if you are dealing with a, a maid in your house. They say, Dr. John says, come at 10 o'clock. say, I'll come at 11. Dr. John, look how I already did You will go and meet the demons in your family. Shout glory. glory. Who caught what I just said? We must not force you to go to church. We must not call you to go to church. You must not go to church late. No. What you do in the physical is so important to you. You wake up at 4 o'clock to go to, to, go to work. 4 a.m., 5 a.m. But you wake up at 9 o'clock to come to church. You say, Mommy, prophesy to me. That's why sometimes prophecies don't work like that. Too. Papa, have you prayed for me? You've prayed several times. I have prayed. Do you know what I t- I'm talking about? I've seen a lot of miracles. Pastor Ben mentioned some of I've seen a lot of miracles even when we had not started any conference. A lot of miracles. Some of them are strange miracles. A lot of them. At that time, we had not even started conferences. We're still a young person. We have, we have faces in ministry. Do you understand? There are faces in ministry. You don't walk through the faces in ministry and you're in a hurry. You're in trouble. You have to walk the faces. As if you've not seen anything. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Come on, shout glory to that. Amen. So the greater one lives, say the greater one lives in me. Say the greater is he that is in me than he that lives in the world. Say the greater one lives in me. When last did they shoot you? When last did they shoot you? Alfred, when last? You don't even remember, right? <sighs> when a demon in your area decides to look, go on a, pat, uh, on a ninth patrol. Do you know demons go on ninth patrols? <laughs> Demons go on ninth patrol. When they are going on ninth patrol in the area where you live, and they are coming, when they pass there, they will say this, this one. They won't even. It's not you. They are, the building you are in, whether two bedroom, five bedroom, hundred bedrooms that you are in, their building alone that you you are in. They say no, don't pass this there. Let's go to the other one there. Say demon who checks that, so he tells them this one, he's too white. Don't go there. That one, of course, it's all boy. You know, the force of when is that not true? But you are of God, little children, and you have overcome them because greater is He that is in us. Always maintain that consciousness. No matter where you find yourself, all the opposing forces, greater is He that is in me. They may look plenty on the outside. Greater is he that is in me. The prophet understood that. Told his, his, his boy, he says, boy, fear not. 
they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Two men against armed men. This is they that be with us. The one who is in you, he is greater. Tell someone, say, the one who is in you is greater. Say, you are God's earthly address. Say, say, I am God's earthly address. I'm his current location on this earth. When I sit in a Trotsky, in a Trotsky, even in a Trotsky, I'm different. Don't say because I stay in a Trotsky, say the Trotsky. Even in a Trotsky, I'm different. I move from glory to glory. By the Holy Ghost, I can't come down. Sometimes when we tell people like that, we can't come down. People don't understand. We can't come down. I told Pastor Obed, I said, Pastor Obed, if we are only four in this church, we will still celebrate glory. <laughs> he was laughing. Do you know why? There is nothing that should make you feel you have failed. We are talking about the person who saw water and made it wine. What you are calling failure is victory in the sight. Oh, maybe when I meet the leaders, I'll let you, I'll let you watch a, a message, some 30 minutes message. The man of God was talking about. It says, when my, it says that when his church was 18 and the church came to 12, he said they've moved forward. <laughs> so the church people, let's party, we are moving forward. Says the church has grown to 12 from 18. Men of the spirit speak differently. The Bible says we speak of the spirit. Says we do not speak the wisdom of this world, nor the, 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 the wisdom of men. We speak the wisdom of God. We don't say we are filled. Why? Because in the mind of God, oh, in the mind of God, what we say is connected to what we do. So to God, when you say something, you've done it. Do you hear what I said? That's why I, I taught my time. I, I, I took my time to teach on the tongue in Christians. And after the message, you ball like it. And you are sitting down, saying all the inquiries. Because you didn't listen to the tongue in Christian. But you see, in the mind of God, when you say something, you have done it. You didn't hear what I said? That's why yesterday the scripture says that which one is easier to say? That thy sins are forgiven thee, or rise up, take up thy bed and walk. Which one is easier to say? Now, let me give you that scripture right now. Do you understand this scripture? John chapter 14, verse 10, quickly. So when, when God says something, he's done it. When God says something, it's done. He doesn't come to do again. When he says, it's done. You didn't catch that. You didn't catch that. You'd have knocked somebody and said, this is so powerful today. Today, Papa has taught us a lot of things. In fact, I'm going home to do certain things. When you close and you get to the house, you said food is not for the stomach or stomach for food. My body is not for fornication and sexual immorality. It is for the Lord. You say, I'm being tempted. In the temptation, you say, my body is for the Lord. <laughs> is that not true? Oh, John chapter 14, verse 20. That's it, 20. verse 10. Come on, shout glory. How have you been blessed right now? So you go home and take charge. You have not failed. What? I said what? I have not failed. You have not failed. You will not fail. You will not die. There are Christians who are scared when we say death. 
They think death is the one who has authority. It's the Christian who has the authority. It's the Christian who decides that it is time to go. You hear what I said? You say, great, you wake up in the morning, you speak in tongues. <laughs> you say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. God lives in me. God is at work in me. God is at work through me. As I go to my workplace, I'm walking in grace. As I touch anything, it is producing results. I cannot fail in this life. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes you speak in tongues. Then you carry your ATM card. You say, I talk to you, ATM card. In Christ Jesus, I'm speaking to you. I speak from where? From where I'm standing. Where are you standing? In the Holy Ghost. I speak from within. You ATM, you are producing money. In the name of Jesus. And we say that, you say, hey, do you know how it will come? Do you know how it will come? Do you know what Mary said? How shall this be? I don't have any, I've never seen a man or known a man before. How shall this be? Is that what Mary said? What did the angel respond? See, the spirit of the Lord shall overshadow you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you. How shall this be? How shall the ATM produce results? The Holy Ghost shall overshadow it. And the power of the Almighty shall be seen in the ATM. Did you hear what I said? How will this business flourish? It's been five years. How will this church grow? The Holy Ghost will grow the church. I've said it. I said, what did Paul say? Paul said, I have planted. He says, Apollos have watered. Do you know what he said? He says, I have planted. You say that in your business. I have planted. Apollos have watered. It says, but God gives the increase. Which God gives the increase? God the Holy Ghost. He gives the increase. Until he builds the house, they labor in vain that builds it. Is that what he says? Yes, so walk in the consciousness with the Holy Ghost. And have faith and confidence in the Holy Spirit. He is able. The Bible says unto him that is able to do more exceedingly above all that we can ask or think. Did he end there? No, it says according to his power at work in us. Who is that power? The Holy Ghost. In his fullness. The full measure of the Spirit. Did you hear what I said? I like what TV used to say. It says, it says the Holy Ghost, we lie in your arms. You lie in the arms of the Holy Spirit. You lie in the arms of the Holy Spirit. You are lying on your bed. I will hear Instagram. I will be sad. You see why sometimes I change the tree? You are about to sleep. It's 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the night. You are still watching a dance on Instagram. Then you have a dream. And they are chasing you. It's the Instagram dance that has come to chase you. Is that not strange? But you are coming to sleep. You have gone to Christ's world television. You click on, on the greatness of his power. Is that not true? Pa, you begin to hear. You hear me say that no devil can touch you. I say some people are afraid of native doctors. No native doctor can touch you. We don't talk bradly. If the native doctor shows up, you run. Run away. I've had incidents. I said, I said the last I've had incident when I, I fasted for about five days and 
I went to eat fufu after the five days fast, which is a, a, a break in proper protocol. Is that not true? Yes, when you do a five days diet, you don't eat fufu. Is that not true? Yes, and I started running throughout the whole night. The whole night. 5 a.m. I said, ah, I did stop on at CNBC. I was running to the point where all my boxers was full of whatever. I said, no. I made a mistake, but it can be corrected. I said, holy ghost, this thing must be corrected. I went to sleep. Within 15 minutes, a man appeared to me and put a drag in my mouth. I woke up, it has stopped. Recently, when I've been, I was fasting. Recently, I was fasting. And I also did some wrong breaking again. See, sometimes you think you have experience. Eh? I've been fasting for a long time. I think I have experience. Just recently, I called the doctor. I said, Charlie, me, 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 I said, get well. So I said, what happened? I said, Charlie, Charlie, my dear, do you need to after the fast? Eh? He said, oh, Papa, you know when you break the fast? Don't break like that. Then, then, when he was talking on the phone, I said, I call we pan. May me free your fasting now over JSS. How can you be telling me how to break a fast? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, shout glory. So in, throughout the week, I was. So one of the things is that you must be resolute with God when it comes to the things of God. So I was still continued after the break. I said, "No, let me just continue my fast." So I was continuing. I was on a three-day fast. On the Thursday, I still felt the, the pain. It looked like a a whole what. In my intestines, the whole thing, something very strange. So I told Pastor, I said, Pastor, Charlie, hi, me, me, me. He said, Oh, Papa, you must rest more. The fasting is too much. <laughs> I woke up at night, I prayed in the Holy Ghost, Magalagadosh. When I slept, it had gone. I didn't, I didn't remember the pain until Sunday. Because <laughs> on Sunday, I remember that ah, I used to have that pain. It was severe because of the, if you, if you are a fasting person, you understand. There are certain things when you eat after fasting, you will understand. That one is not the Holy Ghost. So. That one is breaking proper protocols. Is that not true? It's like jumping from this building up to the down. And you are saying that the angels will hold you. <laughs> By the time you check on the floor, the angels are standing beside your corpse. <laughs> and they are carrying the body to. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Who caught what I just said? I wanted to see this scripture before we pray. It says, Believers, thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. So the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. Do you see it there? It started with the words. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. So there's a correlation between the speaking and the doing. So in the mind of God, when you speak, you've done. That's why you say, that's for me, I'm where I am because ancestral powers. It is done. Ancestral powers are following you. But you tell yourself, I'm tracing my ancestry to Abraham. I'm born of God. Abraham is my father. The father of faith. Abraham came from my idol-worshipping home. Nobody said they broke ancestral powers. Did they break any ancestral powers? I said, did they break any ancestral powers? They didn't break any ancestral powers. Once you are born again, you are connected to Christ Jesus. No powers that be. There is no power but of God. Is that not true? Some of you, the reason why I say this is because I want you to chase certain devils in your, in your area. Now you've chased all the devils in the family. Look at the area. One night you wake up and look into the clouds and see whether something, somebody is flying over there. Say, you are still flying whilst I'm here. Come on, fall down. That's, that's what you call command. It's called what? Command. Already because that command, command, command. A level of command. 
If you don't fast, your level of expressing God's power will not increase. Fasting is important. Prayer is important. A walk with the Spirit is important. Submit yourself to the Holy Ghost. Walk with Him. Walk with Him. Submit yourself. Don't run ahead of Him. That's why I say everything. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Don't compete with anyone. Don't say my friends are in the United States. One is in the United Kingdom. Another is in the United States. The next one is in Germany. Now look at me in Ghana here. I'm stranded in Ghana. Avratos Eperikata. The one who is born again does not think so. Is that true? Don't compare yourself. It's so important. That's why most Christians can't do anything. Comparing themselves, competing with somebody, one another, comparing one, one, to them to one man of God, one man of God who has, uh, has built his auditorium now, this one not built auditorium, this man of God cried like, when I started he was still young. Yeah, yeah. No. Who told you that's where we are living? One day I took Pastor Obed on the motorway. We were on the motorway. I've taken Pastor Obed on that before and somebody else too like that. And the cars were going like this. And I said, Obi, do you see this motor? You see all the cars that are going like that? Do you know where they are going? He said, no. He said, everybody is going to their destination, right? And their destination is with them, right? Do we know where they are going? Some of them on the motorway are going to the airport to pick a flight. True. You two you are on the way going to mall. Where you are going is different from where they are going. And I said, in life and even in ministry, we don't compare ourselves to anyone. If you try to outrun that car ahead of you, he may not be going far. You may be going far and you are trying to enter a ditch. So you take your time on your own path and go until you arrive on the motorway. That's the best way to live. If you have nothing, celebrate Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? Celebrate him until he makes you big. Don't, don't look at people who have gone here and there. I wonder, some of the people say, this one is in U.S., and this one is in U.K. I don't believe those nonsense. I, don't believe, I believe that. What is important in life is to be a success. Be a success. And in the best, be a success for Jesus. I have seen people with no certificates in my hometown who are celebrated than people in U.S. When they show up in, 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 in their cars coming, they were doing pharmaceutical company. That's all. This guy, uh, uh, this man, what's his name? Sasso. Sasso. Sasso started like that. I know Sasso's beginning. I know his children. Some of them, I went to school with them. With them. So there is no such thing as this one is because the. Those are, those are thoughts of men. It doesn't mean you wouldn't travel. If you see me travel anywhere, I'm exploring. I want to see how the world looks like. I travel to explore. I don't travel to be successful because there are people in Ghana here who have traveled only a few times. They are more successful than people over there. True or false? So, calm down. Calm down. Believe the word of God. If God wants you to be successful in Portugal, he will make it so as you work with him. If he wants you to be successful in the U.S., he will make it so as you work with him. If he wants you to be successful here, he will make it so. I'm telling you, there are people in villages in Ghana who are more richer than some in Accra here. But James is an example, eh? Oh, it's true. If you don't travel living across Ghana, you wouldn't know. But there are places you enter in Ghana. There are houses you see. And there are people that the houses belong to. And the cars. And you come to Accra and you see that a medical doctor or a lawyer or somebody who thinks he's, or no, the Accra there is caught in somewhere. 
What am I telling you? Don't compete. Maybe that I have to talk to some people, eh? Don't compete with any man. Be successful for the Lord Jesus. That's what is important. Be happy with where you are and work with the Holy Ghost. He will carry you from that thousand Ghana paycheck to something higher. If you work with him. I'm not saying if you are just going to church. I'm talking about work. Some of you just go to church. Shout glory to that. Glory. Lift up your right hand where you are. Who has said something today? Don't compete with any man. Don't compare yourself with anyone. You hear what I said? Don't compete with any man. In any man. If you grow a little bit, we are all young. If you grow a little bit, you understand that most of your classmates, everybody is doing their own thing. You ask for this class, they say, oh, this one is even dead and gone. Is that not true? You ask for this classmate, say, oh, this one, he has become a primary school teacher. You ask for this class, say, this one, oh, he's in London somewhere. You ask for this class, say, oh, this one, he's a medical doctor. We are all not going to the same place. So don't let somebody make you feel Actually, you are an inferior person. You are born again. You are a child of God. You are connected to the supernatural person, the Holy Ghost. When he begins to move certain things in your life, you will be shocked. Maybe now you can't even pay your rent. And you are troubled. How will I pay my rent? The Holy Ghost will pay that rent for you. A time is going to come, you look back and say that, is this me? I've said it before that when it comes to the Christian, we can't end the story like that. We can't end it. Because we are dealing with a God who changes times and seasons. The Bible says he changes time. We are, when we say we are dealing with a God, people think we are dealing with a God in heaven. We are dealing with a God in us. <laughs> Child glory. The Bible says he changes times and seasons. He sets up kings and he deposes them. He looked at Nebuchadnezzar and made him an animal. Do you know who made Nebuchadnezzar? Do you know Nebuchadnezzar became an animal for seven years? was the Holy Ghost. So don't give up. Don't, don't give in. Don't let anything shake you. So I refuse to be shaken. So I refuse to be shaken. And surround yourself with people who are not shaking. I don't like people who are shaking at all. When they see something small, they'll be shaking. Ah! You have become like John the Baptist in the prison who announced the Messiah. He, saw, he said, I saw him come. I saw the the Holy Ghost come. I saw it myself. He was now in the prison asking, go and ask whether he's still the Messiah. He was in prison. He says, go, 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 disciples, go and ask. I'm about to be killed. Is Jesus the Messiah? Or we should look for somebody else. If I were the disciples, not for the respect for master and what do you call it, they would have slapped him there. Didn't you testify? See, But it's a sign of how man can become weak. The frailty of humanity. Where see, issues make you change your mind. I know about people who said, God said they should do this. God said they should do this. After five years of non-productivity, they said, God didn't say so again. God didn't say so again. No. Be like Noah. Be like who? Be like Abraham. One day, Jesus was teaching, like I'm teaching like this, and some of you are tired. And he mentioned the case. The multitudes were following him. They've seen blind eye open. They've seen the lame walk. We've seen miracles multiply, even multiply those for us to eat. Then one day he mentioned something. So unless you, you eat my body and drink my blood, you can't have eternal life. 
Huh? The multitudes, this one look at this one, this one look at this one. They say, have we come to the wrong uh, church today? This is not the same man of God. So this is the same man of God, sir. The 72 had gone to do healings. They had returned, the 70. When they came to give report, Master, when we went, even devils are subject to your name. Making all those noise. Now, Master says, 70, if you don't take my, bread, my, my body and drink my blood, you can't be, have eternal life. Oh. 70, this one looks at this one, this one looks at this one. This one carried his Bible and put in his armpit. Like some of you are about to do right now. Because of time. This one to put armpit. And went home. They went home. The wife said, and they asked my pastor, tell me. Is that not strange and powerful? You know, when we read the Bible, we read it like that. But this is what happened. Then that's my point. I'm sorry, Temo. Today you've closed early. Say, Chalene, I said, my papa, I can't. I said, what's it saying? I said, you must eat his flesh and drink his blood. Hey! They left him behind. He looked around. You know, when you know what you carry, and this I'm talking not based on scriptures, by experience. When you know who is in you, the way you should know, and you are working with the Holy Ghost in all his spiritual and supernatural experiences, nothing can shake you. That's why Paul said, none of these things move me. Even David, who did not have the Holy Ghost in him, says, whom shall I fear? Yeah, I walk through the valley of the shadow. He says, I will fear no evil. When you know the Holy Spirit inside of you, you can't give up. No. You can't give up. You know that you carry something that people need. You know that you're about to do something that the world, the world will hear of. You know. Don't you feel like that when you are there? Well, do you feel like that? When you are there, you feel. You may not look like that now, but you know within your knowing. That's why the post is right. You know within your knowing. I'm coming to do something on this earth that will never be forgotten. You know the, well, great, the greater one will make you do great things. Like. Did you hear what I said? No matter, regardless of what is around you. Nobody leaves me for me to shake. Apart from the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost leaves you, you are in trouble. But he won't leave you. That's, they say he will leave you. He's not on the mountain, so you all run to the mountain, go and look for the Holy Ghost, and do consultation, and come back. He's always with you. Shout glory. glory. Who heard what I just said there? It's so important. There's something, there's somebody in us. We can't give up now. Evelyn, do you hear what I said? When you enter that shop, you close the shop. You speak in tongues. Don't put your faith in the clothes. Put your faith in the Holy Ghost. He will expand it. Is that not true? That's why when people say, Papa, come and do the education, I don't go. <laughs> They say it's a pastoral responsibility, which is true. I don't do dedications of buildings and all that. Why? Because when you enter that building, the Holy Ghost has entered. When you enter your building, it's not the Holy Ghost. When you look at the mirror, it's I'm filled with the Spirit. It's in every fiber of my being. This house is sanctified because I live in it. It's not good, good, man of God, come. The man of God will come and take a small, small envelope. Because of a small, small envelope, you will come. Hold a bottle of oil as long as this thing. Be sprinkling on the thing. Every evil that will come. Wah, 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 wah. And all that. When I say, they say, Papa, Papa, what he's saying? They tell the beer antennas you. Is that not true? It's true. Is that not true? It's true, sir. 
you go to school, you speak in tongues. Don't go to school. You let when we're in school, some people will catch all the theories and all of that. And and okay, could do it. We don't know even where they have passed. Is that not strange? May God bless you. Amen. May He increase you. Shall we please be upstanding? Is that not strange and powerful? Speak in tongues. Will you speak in tongues? Oh, wherever you are. Are you excited to be here? I'm excited. In the next 30 minutes, we will be closing. Amen. We've kept long, right? So in the next 30 minutes, we'll be closing. I want us to pray. Amen. I want us to pray. I want us to pray. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Just begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Even before the song, just wait. I want to hear you pray in the Holy Spirit.